Okay. Ah. Yeah. They. Uh, all right. So I cannot hear you yet. Let me figure out why. Give me one minute. I think it's on my side, though. I think it's my microphone. Hello? I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Oh, perfect. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Oh, this is such great news because I've got other people <laughs> interested in in doing this, but they they the timing at six forty five wasn't right for them. So I'm so <laughs> glad we've figured this out. This is perfect. Yes, I'm a great guinea pig. Yes, now I have my um my headset on. It sounds so good. Whatever I just you're doing make sure. sounds great. Perfect. Yep, sounds okay. perfect. And I got a crazy dog running around me. That's okay. That's okay. Everybody's used to real here. life happening. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so when everybody hears this, it will be Tuesday. We are recording this on Monday afternoon, but it will be Tuesday. And uh, people will be waking up and getting coffee and, and uh, so forth. So anyway, we're going to talk with um, Sister Katrina Calder. Testimony Tuesday today, and where where do you want to start, Katrina? What's on your mind? I well, I you know I I got into church relatively young, so I don't have you know all these great testimonies like you know Sister Atkins or Sister Billingsley. So I just kind of felt like telling my testimony of how I got into Soul Cyber. So. Yes, fantastic, and and don't yeah, don't don't downplay that. You you are one of my heroes. <laughs> it's fantastic. So tell 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 the story. So, just reference, I I got into Soul Fiber when I was twelve, and I was actually telling my husband this story, and I was like, you know, I feel like this is what I should talk about on this testimony. Prior to coming to Souls Harbor, my mom was pretty strict about me not going over to anyone's house or being involved with anyone that she didn't meet the parents first. Like, that was a big rule. And so when we first decided to start coming to church, my mom pretty much shipped me off to youth camp <laughs> where I didn't know anyone. You know, my parents wow. were backslidden for right. 20 years. And I actually didn't even know how involved your mom was in that, in your, in, in the knowledge that you wanted to go to church at all. That's cool. Yeah. So the, how it got brought up was my parents were backslidden for over 20 years and they get a phone call one day from my uncle, my, my dad's brother, and he had run into some trouble and wanted his children to go to family um, and so my parents decided we want these kids who at the time were two and three we want them to have a church background and so uh, before we got custody of them my mom and I went to church on a Wednesday and some old friends that she knew had kids about the same age and they were like hey there's this youth camp coming up this Sunday you should come and so I was like mm okay, I like people. This sounds fun. Wow. And so my mom's like, all right, you're going. <laughs> shit, shit me off. I got the Holy Ghost on Monday. Oh my goodness. So like so, you didn't grow up. Did you ever even attend church? I remember hearing the word Jesus in a rap song that my brothers heard. And I was like, Jesus, Whoa. I don't know who this guy, like, I don't know who this is. Whoa. So 
I rem vaguely remember going to special services at Souls Harbor for Easter. Right. right. Once or twice, I have pictures, mm -hmm. and that's it. Wow. Have... So 12 years old, you're at a camp where years old. hands are up in the air, and people are emotional, and did it scare you? I honestly remembering it no i'm just sitting back and these girls that invited me were like hey do you want to go up and get the holy ghost i'm just like sure i don't know what the holy ghost is let's everyone else is doing it let's go up and i i remember the spot in you know the campground tabernacle i'm praying and i got the holy ghost and i remember being so ashamed to tell my mom because i was like i have no idea what this is like i waited all week and someone else ended up telling her <laughs> And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. I'm going to be quiet. This is so special. No, that's okay. I like the questions. It helps, um, helps calm my nerves. Oh my goodness. So I, you know, all week I was like, I don't want to tell my parents. I don't know how they're going to feel. Do they even know what this is? You know, I have no idea what this is. And finally, like she called me on midweek. She's like, Hey, how's it going? I heard you got the Holy Ghost. I'm like, yeah, she's, you know, so proud of me. She's like, okay, when we, when you get back, we're going to baptize you. So Sunday I got back and they baptized me. I was like, okay, yeah, wow. sure. <laughs> so my whole experience was like, <laughs> your mother was involved at all. This is amazing to me. Wow. Well, so she, she wasn't. Up, like she just because she had the background herself sure. you know probably and I don't know her side of the story leading up to this right. but I imagine she was probably dealing with conviction and just God you know just leading her and right. touching her and so prior to that like she wasn't coming at all and even once I got the Holy Ghost she still it took her a couple weeks to really you know, get renewed in the Holy Ghost. Right, right. So I think just her growing up in this and probably feeling conviction, she's like, okay, I want my, I want my kids. And if they're showing interest, then I'm going to encourage that. Wow. Thank God. <laughs> so amazing. So then, um, um, how long till, um, like you just, did you start going to school at SHCA? Like, how did you start growing? <laughs> so back then we had preteen prayer on Wednesday nights, I think, oh. because we had church on Tuesday nights back then. Oh, wow. And uh, Pastor Daniel and Sister Jessica Campitella were the leaders at that time. Oh, and Rachel Freitas, I think. Um, so they were leading preteen prayer. And the same people that invited me to youth camp... <laughs> led me up to the altar, get the Holy Ghost. And they're like, hey, we have preteen prayer on Wednesday nights. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. And so I started coming and I just was so hungry for God. I just, I wanted the same feeling when I got the Holy Ghost. I'm like, I really, I want this. Yeah. And so I would, I would beg my parents, can I, can you take me? And my, my dad would drop me off on his motorcycle or, you know, riding up to the church in a, in a skirt and on my dad's Harley, you know, he would <laughs> drop me off, cool kid. And just experiencing the power of God up there in those preteen rooms. Oh, thank God. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so, um, when did you start? Because now you're, 
well, actually, since you've had the twins, I'm actually not sure what you're involved in. Are you involved in Sunday school or are you able to do anything? Yes, yes. So we are, I'm still involved in Sunday school very much. I, I love children and just seeing them respond to the Holy Ghost and seek after the Holy Ghost really touches my heart. But then also I have such a burden for deaf ministry. Uh-huh. So that's, those are my two main love ministries right now. Oh, I love that. Love ministries. <laughs> love so ministries. when did you, like, how did you start getting involved in those? Um, you know, a lot of times I've experienced people, um, who, you know, they didn't grow up with their parents and grandparents in the church, so they didn't know how to start getting involved in things. So how did you start figuring yeah. out how to get involved? So we'll start with deaf ministry first, because I feel like that was cultivated first prior to Sunday school. And honestly, it happened again with preteens, preteen class at the time, um, Pastor Daniel again. It was around the time of camp meetings. And I guess he had gotten a call from the leadership and was like, hey, I want your church to do a sign song or a stick song or some sort of production in front of the church or whatever. This is what I remember. I don't know if this is how it was at all. And me being in the church, not even a year, he's like, hey, I want you to lead this sign song. I was like, I don't even know what ASL is. (laughs) I have never even heard all of my testimony. I'm like, I don't even know what this is, but I'm willing to, you know, do whatever you want me to do. And so he led me to Sister Mary Beth and she taught me um, the sign song. And from there, I was like, I love this. I love this language. I love this culture. And so I don't even think YouTube was a thing back then. Yeah. And so I just got connected with Mary Beth and um, some other people that were involved in the ministry. And I remember Friends Day years ago, we used to do um, Singspiration is what yes. I would call it. Yep. I don't even know what to yep. call like it. After lunch, we do this concert so- thing. Yep. Yes. So I did, I did some sign songs and then I, you know, started getting older and I was able to find resources online and I just taught myself and just got immersed in the culture and other people. And from there, I just, I fell in love with deaf ministry and just being around them and went to college, took some classes there. Luckily the teacher was deaf. So I was like falling in love with it even more. And now now I'm at a stage where I'm like, oh, I, I really not only love the, the language and the culture, but I, I truly love the people in any way that I can reach out to them and, you know, connect with them where no one else yeah. can. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What about um, kids ministry? How'd you end up there? Kids ministry is different. You know, I didn't quite fall in love with it as much as I did deaf ministry at first. Uh, I was just age appropriate to help out. And I was like, Hey, I like kids. I want to be involved. I'm 16. I'm driving. I, you know, just wanted to be involved in ministry. Mm -hmm. So they set me up as an assistant. And from there, I mean, just watching the kids get the Holy ghost and helping out the teachers really just, I just love seeing them seek after God. And I was like, okay, if this is my ministry, I, I just, have such a heart for these kids. Is there an age group that you work with? Every age okay. group. <laughs> so I started with 
the lovely age group of the four and five year olds. Uh -huh. And as a parent now, I think I could appreciate it. But as a 16, 17 year old, I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with this age. I don't want to deal with this age. And so I, I was in that class for a year or two. And I was like, I need a break from this. I need a break from Sunday school because these kids are, are hard. A lot. So yes. Think, a lot. Yes. <laughs> I took a year off, came back. They put me with a different age group. Um, I think it was like nine and 10 year olds, maybe it's like, okay, I like these, these kids are cool. You know, I, I can connect mm -hmm. with them. And then when I got married, they put me and my husband and with the preteen class and I fell in love with them because that was the age yeah. that I yeah. had got into church. I thought so, that you were somehow involved with preteens. Yes. Wow. Yes. And we led preteen prayer for a couple of years until, you know, pregnancy and COVID oh, hit my goodness. and shut everything down. Wow. So I have a special heart for them. And I would tell them my testimony all the time, like, Hey, listen, you know, just because you're young doesn't mean that you can't one lead your family to church, lead your family to yes. God, because I am a living yes. testimony of that. Yeah. And two, doesn't mean you can't be powerful and be used by God to, to do greatness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was 11 the first time uh, I sang in church and the, the anointing and the presence of God, it, it wasn't a cutesy thing, you know, like all the rest of the time singing in church, you know, everybody's, it's so cute when a little kid is, is singing in church and, you know, parents are excited and grandparents are excited, but I was 11 and I won't tell the whole story right now, but I like just, I was, I just immersed myself in the maturity of the job I just started dancing before the Lord while I was singing and me just taking it to that level of maturity just connected the people. And so yes. I was 11 the first time that happened. So yeah, 100%, yeah. the power that preteens can operate in if they're willing, if they're willing yes. to, to do that, you know, yes. and uh, you know, it's so sorry, but most of ours are. Most of our preteens yes. are very ready to be used of the Lord, you know, very young. Yeah, we're, we're leading up great young people with parents yes. and just ministry are helping them do that. Yes, <clears throat> yes. So, um, so is there anything that, um, do you have anything that crosses your mind through, maybe through your later teen years after you were living for God for a while? Did you run across anything that? that made it difficult yes. or questionable or can you talk about that? Well, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I like to keep my parents' life private, but I don't think they mind this testimony because this is such impactful for my life yeah. and it's one that they tell also. Okay. So once I got the Holy Ghost, you know, it was a couple weeks later, my mom got renewed and her and I were going for a couple of years. And then my dad, I think my mom was like begging my dad to come. So he would come and just sit there. Would just please her, just sit there. She wants me to be here. I'll be here, whatever. And I was praying for three or four years, you know, that my dad would, would come back, that my dad would rededicate his life because, you know, people in the world, they live a certain way. So sure. me being a preteen, having to live in a household like that, it was very 
difficult, very hard and just, you know. Yes. Yep. You know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I remember a youth service right before we went to Ireland. So I was probably about 16. So I, I got the Holy Ghost when I was 12. This was about 15 or 16. Wow. We had an all night prayer meeting and brother Joe was the youth pastor at the time. And he wanted us to go lay hands on the seats, the pews oh. at the time. We didn't have the theater seats. He wanted us to pray. <laughs> You're getting me all choked over, uh, over here and remembering it. <laughs> so he wanted us to pray over the seats and pray for specific backsliders to come back and pray for new people to, to be saved. And I went to where my parents had been sitting and I prayed over that seat and I prayed just, I got lost in the Holy Ghost. Wow. And after that, people told me, we're like, you know, when we saw you, we physically saw chains breaking. Oh, wow. When we looked over at you in that corner, they just saw chains breaking. And I don't know if that was a Friday or Saturday or what, but the following Sunday, my dad was in church and he sat there and he tells the story. He said, he sat there and he said, if somebody will just come pray, ask me to pray, I will. If someone wow. will just come to me, I will go and pray. And, um, Somebody did somebody jokingly because this person would jokingly say, Hey, you want to go pray? And he says, no, 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 no. But this day that same person came up to him and jokingly says, Hey, Andrew, you want to go pray? And he said, he just started weeping. <laughs> and he's like, yes, yes. Oh my goodness. So. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful. And, um, and um, how, what, how old were you when you got married? I was a young 22. Okay. So <laughs> you go from ages 15 and 16 to 22. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So that's some, that's some more history. Oh my <laughs> yes. goodness. Wow. Yes. Um, I am so thankful for, you know, you being, I think one of the things that one of the several things that people can take away from this is, um, you know, you got to where you are by being willing, by saying, mm -hmm. you know, people said, do you want to go do this? You were like, okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and you know, that, yeah. that, that willingness is open so many doors, you know, people, um, People are waiting for some special empowerment whenever willingness is the, is the greatest empowerment that you can have. So I think that's very important for people to, to take away from this conversation. And then also that, um, you know, age, age does not restrict people from being impacting in the spirit. Right. Um, if they will engage in the Holy Ghost, God will use them and work. And then, of course, the testimony of your parents also. You know, people yeah. will look at you, you know, the, I look at you. You're this beautiful young mother. And, you know, you you always convey such joy and peace. And um, so it's, people would not believe that anything was difficult for you. You know, they just, they would have a hard yeah. time believing that. <laughs> and we, I've had trials. I've had issues along the way, like everyone else, sure. you know, I've yeah. dealt with my share of stuff. Yeah, of course, <laughs> you know, of course, everybody has, but I, I appreciate your, your, let, let me, 
let me tell something else to say what I appreciate about you. So the <laughs> fruit of the spirit, a tree does not eat its own fruit. So the fruit of the spirit we bear. So if we, we often think, well, if I'm bearing the fruit of the spirit, I will feel joyful or I will feel peaceful. And you may or may not. Fruit is for the mm -hmm. passerby. And to me, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm complimenting about you. Regardless of what you feel, you are producing the fruit of the spirit so that passers by you can taste of peace. They, they get to benefit from the fruit that you produce. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, temperance. So people, you may not feel like you're joyful. Maybe you do, but maybe you're not feeling joyful, but what you get, you give joy to others and whether or not you're feeling peaceful, you give peace to others. And that's what I'm trying to say. I appreciate about you. Love that Thank very you, which much. Yes. It's absolutely. really encouraging, especially as a new mom or a young mom, that's, it's hard to feel joyful sometimes or feel peace sometimes when you don't feel like yourself. So it's oh, really encouraging. Well said. Well said. So how have you faced, how have you um, faced some of those, those things like, you know, two babies and two babies. I mean, everything. you know, the two babies, it, it's not the two babies. I, I tell everyone it's like, it's not hard because I don't know anything different. Uh -huh. I think the hardest struggle for me was just going from one working full time, being my own person, doing whatever I wanted, you know, besides being a wife and, you know, helping my husband and being a homemaker, but then going to not working at all. And, oh, I need to keep these babies alive. And they are now what I am focused on. So I, I can't go do what I want to do all the time. I need to focus on them. Yeah. And so a lot of prayer and just... <laughs> all right, we're going to church today because I don't feel like it and I want to scream or pull my hair out, but I, I need to be in the presence of God because I know I need it and I am being an example for, yes. for these kids and yes. they're going to go through something and they're going to be like, okay, what did, what did mom do or what did dad yeah. do in this moment? Yeah, because you know, what, what good would it have done you to have brought yourself on this journey for this time, helped your family back on the path through this journey than for you to have your own kids and say, yeah, never mind," and then leave them to, yes. to start where you had to yeah. start from. No. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing yeah. good. Good job. I love everyone's testimony who was raised in the church. You know, they didn't have, they had struggles, but they didn't have worldly struggles. Right. And so just having that inspiration to raise my kids up in this and yes. not have to deal with worldly struggles like I had dealt with. Right. Yes, it is. It is helpful. It is helpful. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you for taking time with me today. Tell Blake, thanks for watching the kid. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much for having Absolutely. me. I love and appreciate your family. Oh, thank you. Thanks for <laughs> testing this out for us. Other people are going to be able to join the testimonies now. This is awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's All great. right. I love, I love you. Have a good afternoon. I love you too. Yes, ma'am. You too. Bye-bye.